This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Welcome to the Downward Spiral. Oh, Lord. We're taking you way down. We start off strong and then it's downhill all the way. What do you mean strong, then? Well, we start talking about nice things and then we end up talking about awful things. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get depressed. Or I get depressed. There you have it. Am I? I don't know. Are you ready? Hey, you're recording, man. Welcome to the Full Blast Podcast. I'm Jeff Fader, <laughs> and before we get into it with my buddy, Nico Tavernisi, and the return of the downward spiral, let's take care of a little bit of business, guys. Number one, let's hear it for Total Boat. Total Boat, baby. They make adhesives, paints, primers, polishing compounds. They started out making stuff for uh, boaters, and now they're focusing on DIYers and all that stuff. And they make great products. They make uh, really great um casting epoxies and two-part epoxies and i've been using their two-part epoxies for my handle scales they're guys like keith decent and Derek from alden and keith johnson and Der- and uh, jimmy deresta who are using it to make all these great products and then you got guys like ben paik Wobie design who took skateboards cut them up used Total Boat Epoxy to kind of laminate them all together. He made a bicycle out of laminated skateboards all held together by Total Boat. So if it's good enough for them, then it's good enough for you. And if you go to TotalBoat.com, put in promo code FULLBLAST10, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. And then everyone's going to be happy, okay? Get yourself some Total Boat, guys, because it's really great. And get some of that UV Cure Clear Resin. You put some on, then you hit it with the with the flashlight. Bingo, bango, bongo. It's hard as a rock. It's unbelievable stuff. It's unbelievable stuff. I love Total Boat. Total Boat, uh, thank you very much for sponsoring the podcast, Full Blast 10. Next, thank you once again, Axe Wax. Axe Wax has been with us from day one. Day one. Axe Wax is all-natural food-safe wax for your wood, for your steel, for your carbon, for your Damascus, whatever it takes. And if you go to axewax.us, put in promo code FULLBLAST10, you're going to get 10% off your order. So get yourself a couple pucks. I mean, let's not be cheap, okay? It's already inexpensive. Why not get some good stuff for your knives or for your leather or for whatever you need? And if you're in the UK, go to UKKnifeSupplies.com, hook up Toby. He'll take full blast 10, but do me a favor, buy something else because he's going to complain. Toby complains, don't just buy a couple of the things because otherwise you're going to give it to me, okay? And if you're in Australia, go to nordicedge.com.au. They're taking full blast 10. And if you're in the EU, knifematerials.at is taking full blast 10 for your axe wax. Once again, axe wax rules. Noah, you're the man. I appreciate you sticking with me and full blast 10 for 10% off your axe wax. Hold on, Nico. We got a couple more. AK Interactive, guys. Listen, we just re-signed up with Andreas Kalani. He's happy with what's going on. Another guy who's supporting the podcast. He started out long time ago making websites. And he made websites. He did a lot of, he had 20 years of experience in design and marketing for corporations. He designed websites and corporate identities. And then he became a knife maker. And now he's working on beautiful websites for other makers, mobile friendly websites that you can update on your phone, all that stuff. If you go to akinteractive.com slash full blast <laughs> okay. and put in, uh, don't put anything in, fill out the paperwork. 
and he's gonna give you he's gonna give you a good one. Okay, he's gonna give you a good price. So once again, guys, it's not just it's not just he's not just making Nico's playing around with the cameras. Fine, it's not just you know a, a maker. He's a professional. He's he's done. He can speak your language. He can figure out what you need, and it's actually gonna save you time because you don't have to. You know he's not gonna he can make you the website that works for you. So go to akinteractive.com/fullblast, and he's made beautiful websites for Steve Schwarzer, Mike Tyree, Charlie Lionheart, and many many more. So. Thank you once again, Andreas Kalani, akinteractive.com slash full blast. Thank you. Just hold what you got. I got a couple more. TR Maker, guys. A couple more. Just a couple more. These are people who are supporting the podcast. Nico, come on. Why don't you pre record this? My time, my mime is money. Your mime is money. I Give me five, two more minutes. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll make it happen. TR Maker. Okay, okay. TR okay. Maker, guys. TR Maker. It's TR Maker TR on Instagram. They make incredible grinding jigs, sharpening jigs, contact wheels, knife making supplies. If you go to TR Maker.com, I can't believe they, they hooked me up because I needed to get up for a project. I needed to get a, a a bevel jig and i they had a beautiful bevel jig and he sent me one from turkey and I, he he shipped it on monday and it arrived in new york on wednesday which is shocking and it was like super reasonably priced beautiful prod pr- beautiful product and i'm really psyched about them they do great job so go thank those guys and support tr maker uh, tr maker tr on instagram and the last but not least Broadbeck Ironworks. Broadbeck Ironworks makes some of the greatest grinders, 2x72 grinders. They're they're knife makers who make grinders for knife makers, so they know what you need. It's an incredibly versatile grinder. They have the best part. I don't know what the best part is because it's it goes vertically, it goes horizontally. The attachments are very intuitive. I just I'm having a surface grinder on the way, and I really appreciate that for a project I'm working on. The grinding wheels are great. All the attachments, even if you don't have the uh, the, the same chassis, if you have like a different kind of uh, grinder, you can use their attachments for your grinder. They're smart guys, and and they, uh, actually right now they're pre pre selling the uh, adjustable work rest, which I have to get one because I need one for an, something coming up. I'm going to order one, and they're really inexpensive. So go to BroadbeckIronworks.com, and if you put in the promo code Knife Talk, you're going to get an upgrade to the Moreco Platin, which is a deeper platen, which is perfect for getting into those tight spaces on your handles of your knives. It's a, it's actually a surprisingly surprise. When I say surprisingly, you think of oh, a platen. What's the big deal? Well, the platen has a small two-inch wheel on the top, and then a bigger wheel on the bottom. I feel like you get more torque out of it. It's a great attachment. BroadbeckIronworks.com. Once again, thank you very much, and here we are. So, thank you very much for putting up with that. I, I appreciate the sponsors; they're fantastic. And what I appreciate more is this is the downward spiral. Now, the Full Blast Podcast is this is episode 100, but you know they're 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 normal single episodes. But the downward spiral is my friend Nico Tavernisi. We started this fucking podcast 15 years ago. 15 years ago. 12 or 15 years ago, something like that. And we got together back in the day. We had to go in his garage or go in the backyard, and we would just talk some shit. So thankfully now, he comes back every so often, and we do the same thing. So Nico Tavernisi, thank you very much. Happy Easter. Hey. How you doing? Happy Easter to you. Hey. Sorry, I can't hear shit. No, um, I can't. I you're, can a little bit loud. Uh, you're a little bit super duper and- loud. Yeah. It, oh, fucking it's you know it's this it's this playstation 5 okay. headset well there you go it's um, you sound good the the uh yeah okay i'll i'll bring it i'll tone it down um so this is the hundredth episode of my podcast yeah of your podcast right. 
I don't know how many we did. Did we do like 70? We did at least upper 60s. Okay. Upper 60s. And we were going for a long time. I mean, they were for sure like... Yeah, they were two hours They were long longer plus. than two hours. Some of them were like yeah. three hours long, and they were like ridiculous. And I listened back to them. I remember when you would post them, I would listen just to hear. There were good moments. There were really good moments. Yeah. You know, we had some real fun times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was our therapy. It was it, was, it was definitely our therapy. Well, it was your therapy, and it was my it was my, my pretending to be Howard Stern. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you making the effort. I know that you're 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 back from work, and you're just you're just getting home for your family. What have you been up to? What are you working on now? Uh, I was just in Pittsburgh for a couple months. How was it? Working on a Tom Hanks film. Pittsburgh is cool, man. I don't know. It's you know, it's 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 like mid early spring in pittsburgh which is basically it rains every 20 minutes and then it's really sunny and there's snow every so often and there's snow and then it'll just start hailing yeah it's it's a it's a cool city because it's surrounded by mountains and then it's surrounded by rivers so the city is like right in the center of these like three rivers that all come together it's allegheny and a couple others it's but it's a you know, it's a it's a small city. It's it's pretty tiny. It's not like, um, you know, it's cool though. It's because every time you go on the highway towards Pittsburgh, you get an amazing view of the city. So it's kind of like coming into Seattle, where you kind of come over a mountain and then you see the whole city. There it's kind of like that. It's I had a good. I mean, I was it was cool. I, I you know, fucking Pittsburgh. I don't know. Do they rap. I mean, but the movies rap, right? No, they're still shooting. I gotta go into this other film. Oh, you're done. Are you done with the with this Tom Hanks movie? I'm done with the Hanks one. I, I'm moving on to uh, one in Boston. Is the Tom Hanks movie? Do we know what it's about? Or can we say yeah, it's a it's it's based off of this Swedish film called A Man Called Ove, which is based off a book written by a Scandinavian guy. Um, and the book was actually pretty famous. It was, um, you know, it's kind of hallmarky. It's just like this old guy whose wife died and he's he's kind of wants to join her so he keeps trying to kill himself oh my god through the whole through, through the whole film he's trying to kill himself and he like tries to hang himself and then people keep knocking on the door and interrupting him while he's oh you my know god and he tries to jump off a train track onto a moving train and somebody else has a heart attack and falls towards the train track so he has to pick him up and save him and it's just it's kind of like this dark comedy kind of thing you're like haha but it's <laughs> Well, the Norwegian. You know, it's it's Swedish. Yeah. It's about as Swedish Dude, as you can get. Swedes you know? are like, I mean, I have a friend who's Swedish and uh, awesome guy, but like, and he says, oh, you know, Swedish humor is very, you know, dry, dry and very dark. And I'm just like, I, he made me watch the Swedish movie, and it was all about like suicide. I was just like, yo, this isn't dry yeah. at all. This is fucking. This is this is, this is awful. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, oh my god, I feel like you guys all need therapy. Because they don't yeah. have the goddamn sun for like years yeah. and years from months yeah. on end. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I watched. You can actually watch the original one. I think it was on. I just got it on Amazon or something like that. But um, it's pretty good. It's pretty tear jerky. Um, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, there is humanity. Do you think he do- uh, he acts still because he because he just loves it? I mean, obviously, he doesn't need any more money. He just he, because he needs. Yeah, to no, be- of course. Needs to be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. He's kind of like, uh, yeah. He just he he thoroughly enjoys it. He loves the he loves the crew and the camaraderie of the crew kind of thing. He loves kind of building something cool. Um, 
He's uh, he's like the sweetest guy on the planet. You know, he's the nicest, funniest dude. But ever. you have to be, and right? He's you don't have to you be. Don't have you to can be, be a total but... douchebag and make tons of fucking movies. But he just happens to be one of those guys. So he's the guy that you know he'll do a lot of kind of lower budget stuff, but I'll say yes to his his uh, invitation because he's just so goddamn cool. How many movies of his have you worked on? Three. And he requests you. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah, he's like the only actor. Him and Hugh Jackman are the only people who will do Look that. Look at you which dropping, is great. dropping the high level names and. St- but those are the nicest guys. Dude. Those are by far the nice dudes in Hollywood. I'll tell you what, what drives me crazy. When we did that thing a couple of years, it doesn't drive me crazy. It's just a thing. We, you and I were on that, that party. We will be vague about it. We were at that party on the lake. This has happened. If you right. listen to Knife Talk a couple of years back, I told about it. We, there was a birthday party on the lake from someone that we knew, and they had a big party, and they wanted me forging knives on the ice. Like on this frozen lake, it was been crazy. I mean, you saw it; you were there. It was crazy. Yeah. And Hugh, yeah, especially because it was like warm for the week. before. It was warm for the week before in this frozen lake, and then there were all these famous people there. David Byrne was there, and Hugh Jackman was there, and all these. And Hugh Jackman came over, and he couldn't have been. He was watching me forge, and he couldn't have been nicer. Dude, the nice, the coolest thing was was Leave Tribe was there too. So it was Sabretooth and Wolverine. Oh God, I didn't get to meet the him. I didn't really uh, get yeah. to meet. It. I wasn't really there to like hobnob I, I i i have this great picture which i they've asked me not to post so i, I, I you know i'm not posting it obviously but it's like it's so good it's so good it's so good i mean it's like crazy i mean imagine getting a selfie with with hugh jackman but you're holding this 1500 degree piece of steel on the frozen lake i mean it looks like a fake picture for christ's sakes yeah I mean, completely yeah. but like i rem- you have you've created amazing relationships with some of these guys yeah no, I mean you kind of, you kind of have to. I mean even if you're even if you're kind of socially inept, it doesn't it it only helps my business right. or my what I do, my professional life because you do want to be friendly with a lot of these people because they will be like, "Oh, that guy was cool. Oh, yeah. like, get him back." It only takes that guy was a dick for you not to get the job, right? Yeah, yeah. And Hollywood's so tiny that you just, you know, once you're blacklisted from somebody, it doesn't take long for everybody else. To I do would it. think so. that in general, acting and anything to do with Hollywood, there's such networking as such these minor, tiny little details that either get you the job or don't get you the job. Yeah, and you know it's funny because a lot of times you don't even realize like some of some of these directors and people don't even realize that there's actually good set photographers or something that they're like, "Oh, I guess that's just who we're getting." Like they don't they have power to hire, but a lot of times they don't know, you know? So, I I kind of try to go to my favorite directors and be like, "Yo, I want to work with you, and here's my resume and this is what I worked on." Um just because I respect them as directors right. and I respect, uh, you know, it might be, have a fun project, you know, so we'll see. So what's going on uh, in Boston? Boston's this guy, this Italian director named Luca Guagdanino, who uh, directed a a pretty cool breakout film called Call Me By Your Name with Chalamet. It was Chalamet's first kind of big film. Um and he did the remake of Suspiria, which was actually pretty good. What's that movie about? Um, Suspiria was a film from the 70s by Dario Argento about this ballet troupe um, in Germany. 
and um, there was like a coven of witches sure. that were kind of running it. But in the seventies, it was dope because it was, you know, it was pretty like Satanic Panic style. Um, but Guadagnino redid it, and it made it into like a ghost story, like a really creepy ghost story. Um, so it was cool. It, it's um, he's 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 a director I really want to work with, and uh, this actress named Zendaya is in it. Oh sure, who's this? Actor. Who's very cool. She's the hottest shit right now. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people don't know. Anyways, she's um, yeah. She I guess she was in Spider Man, so the people would know her through that. And she was in the she, Greatest Showman. And she's in Greatest Showman, where I worked with. And she was in that new show Euphoria, yeah. which is um, not safe for work. But the um, and then uh, my buddy Mike Faced, who played Riff in the new uh, West Side Stories, in it. So so it's cool. There's two people I really like to work with in it, and um. And uh, yeah, it's Boston, and it's about tennis. Oh, cool! I don't know shit about That's tennis. That's fine. What do you need to know? We'll figure it out. I've never shot sports. I just realized that the other day. I've never shot a sports film. That's right. I shoot just violent films and musicals. That's so bizarre. So, That's right. Yeah. So this is my first sports film. Um, should be interesting. I don't know. Are you booked through the year or? Book through the year. Yeah. Are you, is there anything you're looking forward to that you're excited about coming up? Yeah. The after Boston, I come back to Brooklyn and I'm shooting uh, this. Um, it's a it's a series by Jonathan Nolan, Chris Nolan. Oh yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. And they did uh, this. They did Westworld. You remember sure, that show on sure, HBO? Sure, sure. Westworld. So there's a new show. It's about the video game Fallout, um, which is a great series of video games. Um, and it's you know it's if um nuclear winter happened in the 50s kind yeah, of yeah. thing and so everybody still kind of has that um 1950s kind of family oriented but everybody's fucking mutants and shit so it's a lot like kind of mad maxi um you know dystopian shit nuclear winter and i i'm dying to shoot something like that i think i've shot enough fucking hospital and and courtroom dramas to fucking kill a streaming service, I don't but... fucking understand how you can like I just don't understand how you're able to just not be crazy on these sets because like over and over and over and over and over and you know that every every scene there could be a new shot or you could be missing something so you're constantly Yeah, the FOMO is pretty heavy. Is it? FOMO <laughs> yeah, of fear of missing out. Yeah. Now, I would think that like the pressure of just like I can't, I can't leave, and if I leave, maybe I'm going to miss something. Well, you know, I mean, you look at the call sheets, and the call sheets will tell you what we're shooting for the day. So you kind of, and you kind of have to ask other people, like, did are we going to move on to that scene, or what's the, are the actors going to, are they okay to do it, blah blah blah, and what's you know, is the scene really heavy? Should I be in there? You know, is is like boobs going to pop out where I can't shoot that because, you know, contracts, you can't shoot nudity and things like that. So a lot of times you just kind of have to ask around and see what's what for the day. Um, but most of the time it's, you know, you, I try to shoot as much as I can early on so that I can kind of relax later and then I can shoot kind of artsy fartsy shit, which I like to do. Um, and that makes me relax. Like if it's a big day, like every day on West Side Story was basically like super stressful because there were always these huge days, right. you know, 30 dancers in a street, you know, 
in the Bronx or in some gymnasium somewhere. And, you know, Spielberg has like five guests, including like, you know, Bradley Cooper and the guy who owns Alibaba, you know? So <laughs> it's almost like Jack Ma would show up. You're like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, make sure to get, you know, Steven's third cousin's nephew who's showing up. And you have to kind of figure the fuck out who that person is. Do you still love it? So, yeah, I still love it. It's it's tough with COVID, though, because I don't – a lot of the – all the crew has to wear masks all the time. So I'm kind of – I'm really kind of burnt out on shooting people with masks. Like, I miss faces. Hmm. Like, I'm definitely the first person to wear a fucking mask and the last person to ever take one off. But – it gets a little depressing shooting somebody's face that always has a mask on. You know, like I love shooting crew people and it's just like, and now people are just like putting it under their mouth. So all you see is these noses yeah. and people don't look good at all with a fucking diaper on their chin. <laughs> it's so, it's so they just stopped. They just announced that uh, the, the mask mandates over and on airplanes. You know, yeah. Did you hear who did it too? Who? The fucking dipshit fucking federal judge in Florida. Who was who was rated by the ABA as quote unquote not qualified to be a judge. Wow. I not qualified. And who you know, who do you think put her in place? Not to get political, but it's kinda obvious. Yeah. You know, it's like McConnell and his cronies basically flooded the it's, system. And it, all it takes is one federal judge to be like, Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're not gonna give kids lunches. Sorry. And it's like the fucking law. Like, I don't get that shit. There was something that came up today because yesterday was tax day. And for some oh, reason, right. some reason, the Fader Knives accounting firm is not good. They're not good because they're not getting... I have more than just a W-2 to receive. And for some reason, they take a fucking long time to the point where... Why don't you go to my tax guy? We have a guy. Tony's got us on a guy who works with his other company. So it's like we got go to my guy. No, no, we got a guy. We have a guy who deals with, Ugh. but it's it's forms that need to come from. It's these partnership forms that need to come about the business that comes to me. Then I bring it to my guy. So it's fate. Right. Whoever's doing the fucking accounting, the taxes for Fader Knives is is not to the point where I have to. That's the only time that Tony and I get like not heated, but like I annoy him sometimes. And it's always because, hey, you think we're going to get the tax form soon? Hey, man, you think I'm going to get the tax form soon? We're getting right. close to fucking, you know. Well, the problem. Yeah. The problem is you probably do that every year. And you're just well, like, it just gets later and later to the point where we yeah, received yeah, yeah. it like two, you know, the first week of April. And then I had to get it down yeah. to our fucking mental patient accountant family accountant how is yours not due on the 15th it's of march due. aren't you a company i'm a company but it's due well the that company is different than i don't i'm a i'm an employee of fader knives oh so i got you. i don't even touch that shit so we have accountants yeah. doing that shit with tony and i'm an employee of this company and i'm just waiting to get my shit and i just yeah. remember we're hustling and hustling and hillary's stressing out and are we gonna be in time and we send it to our fucking flea bag accountant who's great but he's totally like a kramer type from seinfeld yeah yeah and then we get it yeah we get it on saturday she ran into the city to get it from saturday we postmarked it on monday which is tax day and all i can think of somebody sent this meme it was just like you know oh, it's tax day this is the day where the government gets to take all your money and you know, and what do you get out of it? And then they're giving, oh, they're giving it to uh, corrupt politicians and some bullshit. And I just said, yeah. it, I sent it to my wife, and she's like, oh, "It's so true. We're like lose, like we lose like days of our lives in stress 
because you know it's you know God forbid we're late with the taxes. You yeah. Know? Meanwhile, I still haven't gotten my refund from 2020. Like 2020, the 2020 refund has not arrived. The the IRS right. is a fucking disaster. But God forbid we're a day late on our fucking taxes. It's annoying. Yeah, you tell it. You tell them, T. Dude, I'm telling you. But I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, listen, I I don't mind. I don't mind paying taxes. I mean, I don't like it. Dude, if you thought of if you really sat down and thought of where all your taxes went, you would fucking stab yourself in the face like over and over. Of course. Like I can't I can't think I only think that I only think, look, I don't want to get arrested. That's the only reason I fucking Me too. Yeah, I think that's the only reason most people do it. Like I would pay my local taxes, like all my Whatever the highway department, school, Putty V, you know, Putty v gets, police, all that Putty stuff. Putty V gets your sure. money. Putty V gets your money. Yeah, it gets my money, of course. But the federal shit, you're kind of like, all right, guys. Like, besides f- trying to fix the fucking highway and the bridges, like, how much is going to the military? Like, or whatever. How how much is going to or, fucking yeah, like some slush fund for some, you know, I am f- secret service party. I it's, don't know. It's there's there's some there's so much bullshit involved and it, that's the problem. Yeah. And, it, and it's, you know, it just, it, it, the problem really is we're stressing, 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 God forbid we're late today. And yeah. but meanwhile, we're, you know, we haven't gotten our shit back from a, a year ago. And it's like, these fucking, I tell you what, man, it's, 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 it's terrible. Look at, Hey, look at us. Look, look at, at us. us. Look at us. Look at, look at us. you. Look at we're you. Old fucking farts bitching about. Taxes. All right. Here's the next question I have for you. Here's the next <laughs> question I have for you. And then we're going to spiral. <laughs> Yeah. What is your takeaway from the Will Smith and Chris Rock slap at the Oscars? Dude, why do you ask me that stupid Hollywood shit? Because the last thing you asked about Hollywood was that fucking idiot shooting his gun into somebody. Oh, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Like, this is shit that just, I don't know. Like, honestly, I could care less. But. This one with the butt. Here's the Go ahead. My wife said something that I never thought about. When I saw that whole slap thing, I was like, "Oh, it's maybe they're introducing the stunt category that they've never given Oscars which for." Been, which I was like, "That'd been be fucking dope. great." Yeah, but no, it wasn't. And then, and my wife said, "It was it was a little scary because everybody who's been in every female who's been in a domestic abuse knee jerked when he slapped him." Do you yeah, follow me? Yeah, hundred percent. It was like that. I didn't even think about that because that is like the, the, like the fucking textbook domestic abuse move. I like you talk about my fucking wife. I'm going to beat the shit it out was, of you. It was un. She was, and like, was, it, Chris was unsuspecting. Unsuspecting. Yeah, of anymore. course. Yeah, because he didn't like run away. He just stood there. He's like, oh, what could shit, possibly okay. happen? He's coming up here. What yeah. could possibly happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just. I mean, thank God it wasn't a white dude slapping Chris Rock, or we fucking. Ooh, oh. that's a whole different. Yeah, I, 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 I come back. The only reason why I bring this up is because I come back to this with you for a, for a, a lot because I too I believe for years and years and years, you're talking about fifty years, hundred years, maybe not hundred years, fifty years, that Hollywood has been making it subliminally acceptable to use violence to justify for for justice. Like justice is meted out with violence. And I think that, and I'm not a, I love an action movie. I'm watching the Batman, loving the Batman, 
loving the Batman. Yeah, but it, it's always been like but that. We're 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 used to we're used to people solving their problems with with violence. Dude, how do you? I mean, yeah. Look at John Wick. Actually, made me nauseous when we were working. I on would, it. I would imagine, <laughs> dude. I would imagine we were like the the slow motion shots over the ARs. We were like, oh, dude. Like the gun porn was a little too much for me to. I mean, I'm all about. I love firing guns. I love guns. I just hate the fucking human who holds it. You know. That's so for me. I I'm just like, all right, guys. Like, let's ease off on the fucking 13 year old jerk off session with an ar-15 and what it does you know i mean it is but it is it is it is it has desensitized us to you know you see a lot of guys i mean i'm pro second amendment period i i the reason why is i believe that i believe that the government's coming to no i believe that when you change any amendment you have a problem you know i, I believe that you know obviously like the, the amendment for slavery well there are some. There are some. Que- the, the, Dude, the, the, wait, prohibition. The, the some prohibition of the amendments. Some of the amendments are not really meant to be these flag bearing. They're basically lawyers. And you think the Second Amendment is a flag bearing thing? I think the Second Amendment. I think the Second Amendment. I think that when you change the amendments, you have a real problem. Uh, because it's, it's not too much before you're changing the First Amendment, and I got a big problem with that. Dude, honestly, I'm down for getting rid of every single gun, and we all have baseball bats. See, like at least we have a fucking fighting chance. The, here, I've, I can solve the gun violence problem. Fucking machetes, bring Dude, it. I can solve gun violence. I can bring. I can bring vi- gun violence down ten percent. Ten percent, easy. Ten percent. Yeah, by making them look like dildos. Making them look like pickles or God soft right. wieners. Soft you make wieners. guns not look so cool. Yeah. Gun violence will go make down them, 10%. Yeah. 10%. Make them soft and pink. Pink, yeah. soft, yeah. and you're holding, the handle is the nuts. No yeah. problem. 10%. You gotta hold, yeah, yeah. Sque- you got to squeeze the nuts in order to release the, the liquid the bullet. Pathetic p- bullet. <laughs> the pathetic bullet. Or there's the Chris Rock one where he's like, yeah, make guns totally accessible to everyone, but make bullets a million dollars each. I don't know. I just, I, I got, I got, I watched, there's another video of Chris. I didn't realize that Chris Rock wasn't the host. I just, I didn't, I did I know. Yeah, he was just presenting he came an award, up and I he think. He did what what is referred to as it. It was just a nothing, a throwaway joke. A throwaway yeah. joke. And the craziest part is is like how hot was Demi Moore and GI Jane? What is the problem? I mean, for fuck's yeah. sake. It was a GI yeah. Jane joke. She looked, Yeah, it wasn't an Uncle Fester yeah, joke I did, or something. Yeah, she yeah. didn't say you look like fucking Georgiana Steele for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just like <laughs> it's like how can you do that? I mean, how can you be upset? I I yeah. find that I just think that the on the other side, I would imagine and we can we can finish off this if you want. I would imagine and you this is the part I, I'd be interested in you, for you to n- tell me about is I would think that um being an actor is very difficult in the sense of you're constantly scrutinized. Your life is scrutinized. He obviously had some weird situation where his wife was doing something or other with somebody else. And he was the butt of jokes for being like a cuckold or something. And he went on this. I mean, it seemed as though it was almost like he was like a synambulant. He like walked up there like a synambulant, you know, sleepwalking his way. And then he gave that incredibly choreographed, you know, incredibly and Corey Graf's slap to tell the world, stop joking about my wife. I feel yeah. like as though that these people, and you know all these Hollywood guys, there's such scrutiny towards the way they look or the way they act or the things that they do. I would imagine it's very difficult. Yeah, but it's also like a PR thing being like, God, you know, you're, you haven't been trending in four months, dude. You better... 
You better pony up and do something batshit crazy. Do you think that happens? Sure, of course, dude. Jesus, how would you not imagine that happening? Well, uh, I mean, the problem is, I I think award shows are just fucking bullshit. You know, they're just awful. I think the the problem about those is that the same fucking morons get these awards, and I mean the 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 only cool thing was something like Ariana DeBose, who was the in West Side Story, and she won Oscar for Best Supporting, and the deaf guy from Coda, but you know, and then Will Smith slaps him. It's like, dude, come on! Like, it's it's not your time to shine. It's everybody else who's never fucking been in a film's time to shine. It you was know? A cr- it was it was the craziest. Mo- It'll go down in history as the craziest moment that ever happened on live TV, most likely, except for when like Arbo Dwyer put a gun in his mouth and shot himself on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's which is amazing. That was a different yeah. situation altogether. But, yeah, that's a, that's. A, I mean, but you know the fun. But I, I I don't know. I I think those things are. I think Hollywood people and actors and stuff are fucking, they're weird. I think it's very rare to get a Tom Hanks, you know? And it's, what's even funnier is seeing, like, the fucking QAnon people think Tom is a fucking pedophile. You're like, dude, you got the wrong, like, you're really barking up the wrong tree. You know it's fucking a batshit cult when they start accusing Hanks of it. But we've been, we've been believing nonsense for eons. I mean, let's let's. Let, we're, this is not. Yeah, a new, no, we're humans. We're not, we're, new... we're not. We are definitely not the smartest egg in the planet. You know. What was it going to say? Uh, you know what the craziest part is? Is like I felt not the craziest part, but like the dumbest part is, like Will Smith's punishment. Like my punishment is worse than his. I'm never going to get to go to the Oscars. He can only go yeah. for ten for ten years. You can go to the Oscars. I'm never going to get to the Oscars unless something drastic happens. But it's like, what kind of yeah. fucking punishment is that? Most people aren't going to get to go to the Oscars. Fuck you. Who cares? Yeah, no. I, I think somebody said recently they're like, he should host the Oscars oh, as his punishment. Oh, that is hilarious. That would be hilarious. Fucking that great. That would be hilarious. Yes. I wouldn't ever wish that. Un- I mean, that's why Ricky Gervais is just like, yeah, I'm never going to host the Oscars. Dude, he, who's better than Ricky Gervais? I mean, for the... Yeah, no, he's 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 definitely way in the top of the... They should bring him back. Dark Lord. If they were really... If they should double down and have him host. <laughs> And then he's gonna go the entire show, and he would just be making fun of Will hey, Smith. Can you back down that mic just a hair? Jesus Christ! I'm gonna back this down. Hey, come on, man! What? I can't. I have no monitor. Oh, what's that? I'm, I'll headphones. be your monitor. You said that's good. Oh, great, thanks. But I mean, Ricky Gervais. The one of the great lines that he said was he says on the Golden Globes, "I like a drink as much as the next guy." Unless the next guy is Mel Gibson, I mean that was that was fucking great, yeah. you know. No, it's great. Yeah, no, he's 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 the shit. He's great. So, would you you want, you spiral? want spiral? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So this is the part. Enough about this Hollywood. Bullshit. All right. Well, I like to. I, li- I like your opinions of these things. Yeah, I know, but you all, you always ask me about these horrible Hollywood. I need, things. but I need some sort of perspective. I'm your Hollywood guy. Well, you're you're in the, you're in the industry. I mean, I just you know you don't want to talk about it. I don't know. I think this industry is a load of shit. So here's okay, the thing. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you something. Go ahead, and I'm going to try to back the mic up a little bit. I remember, you know, I've in fact I told this camera uh, loader on this last film in Pittsburgh, and they were like, "Yeah, well, we're just making movies. We're not. It's not fucking like." brain surgery we're not you know we're not making documentaries about war or anything and you know we're not saving lives and i said look honestly i talked to uh uh a doctor one time and a bone marrow person and they were like they were like 
you know what people ask for on their deathbed? <laughs> like more than anything? A, movie. a fucking movie. Yeah. It's like the only thing that makes people kind of, you know, at peace or something are fucking films. You know, it's like conversations, food, sex, and movies. It's, I mean, I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. I know that it's, you know, I think that even, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bone up my fucking stupid industry. It's just, it's just one of those things that you're like, you you know, cause I do feel trashy making, you know, gun porn on John Wick. Sometimes you're just like, Oh guys, come on. Like, you know, we're at war with another country right now. Can you just, can we ease off on the, but then you're just like, I don't know. It's kind of fun. It is fun, but the, and that's the appetite. That's the appetite that the American consumer has, or the world global consumer has. They want that. They don't yeah. want to have a. They're not. You can't have an action movie where everybody, everybody's negotiating. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. fucking boring. That would be a good one. Actually. Well, I mean, you know, the, ten. Wasn't that called phone booth? I don't. Was, I don't. I don't know that one. Remember Colin Colin Farrell, something like that. It was a Spike Lee film. I never saw. Oh, where the whole movie was just about a negotiation in a phone booth. I don't remember. I didn't see that one. I tell you what, what, though. I mean, I, listen. Podcasts are the same thing. I mean, I get messages from you. Have no you, joking. All joking aside, I get messages from people who are on the fucking edge, and I've actually yeah. talked to people on the phone. Like I say, give me your phone number. I call them up, and there's people are in some fucking dark places. And these podcasts yeah. are we're keeping a lot of these people company. So I, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I get real. Like one of the things, the reason why I I don't lapse on it is because. There are a lot of people who, I mean, there are a lot of people who are listening to this who kind of depend on it on Fridays. So I'm very, I understand. Yeah. I, I love, you know, yesterday I wasn't feeling very well. I got in bed and I watched uh, Bat, the Batman. Yeah. He might be the best Batman, dude. Did you see the whole? Dude, shut up. I'm about to watch I haven't, it. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm halfway through. But he might okay. be the best Batman. Yeah. It's. Yeah, he's a tortured soul. No, but the whole. I mean, that's what Miller wanted, anyways. But right? he, but he made this Batman less about the suit and more about the detective comics kind of thing. It's really yeah, good, yeah, yeah. and the and the, the yeah. Jim Gordon's really good, and and Catwoman's really good, and fucking yeah. Robert Pattinson with that shovel face is perfect, perfect yeah. under the cowl. Yeah. I tell you what, when you see him as Bruce Wayne without that mask on, we're talking shovel face. Shovel yeah. face looks great. I know. I just I just watched Lighthouse for the first What's time. What's that? That was fucking amazing. It's the Robert Eggers film about the lighthouse with him and Willem Dafoe. It's all black and white. You know the guy who did The Witch and Northman. I don't um, watch that many movies. I need some advice on what movies I should be watching. I don't know. I saw Spider Man. Spider Man with the three Spider Man. That was good. Yeah, that was pretty was fun. Okay. I think it was overrated. Yeah, it was definitely overrated. overrated. I liked it. It was fun. I liked it. I'm yeah. looking forward to. Uh, I don't know what, what the fuck I'm going to watch. I watched uh, Ted Lasso. That's fine. That's stupid. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to give you. It's basically like a watch. It's like jerking off to a Hallmark <laughs> card. That's what Ted Lasso is. <laughs> but you know what show you got to Go watch? And I, I am not going to plug this thing because you have to get a subscription to it. Because and I think it's bullshit. But Apple TV has uh, the show called Severance. You know what, Mike? David just Mike, with Adam Scott. I hear it's good, dude. It's really good. It's like the best sci-fi I've seen in like. All 10 right, years. Severance is on. We're on to Severance. I got to watch Severance. But it's on Apple TV, which is just asinine. It's just another fucking thing you got to subscribe to. But Severance, and it's directed by fucking fuck is his name? The Tropic Thunder. Hello, um, Owen Wilson. Come on. Now, I don't know who I don't know these directors. I don't know these people. Who the guy? The guy who directed *Tropic*. Who's in it? It was. Uh, uh, it was God, Billy B- Walter Mitty and and Billy McBride. Uh, 
No, he's Zoolander. Oh, uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. He. So Ben Stiller directed all these of episodes Severance. of Severance. And is it better? Yeah, and it's it better than Black Mirror. Uh, it's better than most Black Mirror. It's not better than a couple choice Black Mirrors. I have to get. I I had I lost Black Mirror. I couldn't. After the guy was having sex with the pig, I couldn't. I was like, I'm out. Oh my god! First season is mind blowing. I can't do this. I can't do this. It's the girl with the likes getting the likes is the best okay. fucking Black right, Mirror. So, ever. so the ba- the Black Mirror I should want is that which one is that one? The girl with the likes. Okay, yeah. I get that one. Okay, so yeah. guys, if All you right. want to know what the downward spiral is, Nico and I have been doing this for a long time. Now we're back on the Full Blast podcast as the, my favorite podcasts. I love all my guests, all my friends, but if I'm going to have a podcast and go with my, my boy Nico, so now what we're going to do is I found a number of crazy stories, and P.S., I've been looking for crazy stories. If you want to send me some crazy stories, follow me on Instagram, Full Blast Podcast on Instagram. You can You can send me some... I'm getting a lot. I mean, we're now crazy stories are now, you know, very passe, but what are you going to do? Listen, often, often duplicated, never, uh, I don't know what the expression is, is yeah, it's an expression. It's like we're, we do that. We've been doing this for a while. All right. So here's the, story. yeah, Dower Spiral is kind of like I heart cannibalism. I heart cannibalism. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off some, I'm going to read off some, uh, some headlines, and if you like them, we'll do them. If you don't like them, we'll fuck them out. We'll fuck them out the window. No problem. Okay. First one is a plumber says he discovered 500 envelopes of cash and checks in the wall of Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church. Oh yeah, well that was big news. You want to see that? You want to talk about that? Want to read it to you? I just Joel Olstein makes me nauseous. They, these guys are pigs. These guys are pigs. So years after 600000 was stolen from Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church in Houston, a plumber said he found hundreds of envelopes of cash and checks in the walls while making some repairs. The plumber fo- fo- uh, phoned into the morning bullpen radio show on 100.3 The Bull on Thursday and said he made the discovery on November 10th. The caller, Where was it? who hasn't been identified, said he had to remove tiles to fix a loose toilet. When he began to move the toilet insulation, 500 envelopes fell out of the wall. Inside the envelopes, he said, were checks and cash. I was like, oh, wow, he sold the morning station. Yeah, they contacted the church maintenance supervisor and turned in the money. The discovery uh, was made after $600,000 was stolen from the church in 2014. Where, where is the church? And the church is in... It's like North Carolina. No, Houston. Stupid. Houston. Houston. Oh, even worse. So, um, it's... It's very, I, I, these, these mega churches and their money, it's like, I don't understand how that happens. Yeah. Cause they don't have to claim shit. Cause they're off the fucking IRS radar, which is insane. It's such a, insane. I, I would say that these, these mega churches are probably one of the biggest scams of all time. Yeah. Just of course they are. raking it in. Just. Did you, have you seen Mighty Gemstones? No. Is it good? Oh my god, it's so is that good! On HBO? You gotta watch the first season. Yeah, it's Danny McBride. Watch the first season. It's fucking amazing. It's just—it's literally about those people. The reason why I say it's such <laughs> horseshit is because uh, who is that famous act? The famous comedian who died? Who? Oh, oh, oh! You know who I'm talking about? Oh yeah, uh, Bobcat. No, Bobcat. Oh no, it's, it's he was in uh, Sam, Sam Kinison. Kinison. Sam Kinison started out as a street preacher, and his brother was a street preacher. 
And he just, he has that magnetism. He had that magnetism when he went on and did his comedy. And you realize that it's a fucking, it's a fucking magnetism. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. he's, I mean, his comedy is fine. I mean, he's, he, uh, they have, they've been playing uh, uh, old Howard Stern episodes and he's fine, but he's, yeah. he has the cadence and the delivery and the craziness. And he's talking about Satan yeah, and sucking yeah. dicks and stuff like that. And just like, yeah. this guy used to be like a mega church guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I, no, they just know they're orators. You know, they're like magical orators. Well, that's that's what all these other guys are doing now. Like Tucker Carlson and even you know all these other guys. You know, they're all started in radio and then they all learned how to become magnetic and charismatic. Yeah. And you know, I'm ready to start a mega church. I'm not going to be good at yeah, it. Firebrand. I'm not going to be good at it. But I mean, you know, yeah. I'll take your money. But if you make it, they will come. Yeah, I'll exactly. take your money, ladies and gentlemen. God damn, yeah. I'll take your money. <laughs> Praise, Praise you. it. Praise it, baby. Come on, <laughs> send in your money to 1-800-FUNDAS-PODCAST. <laughs> All right, next next story. If you want her to say yes, if you don't want it, say no. A dog is dumped at a North Carolina shelter because the owner said it might be gay. How can you go from his, her, and you, the proper I, pronouns I'm going to down like the line. gay? I'm going down the line. You mean? I'm going down the line. You interjected with the that wacko story. I'm just going down the line. I mean, these people are worried that their dog might be gay. I don't think dogs are gay. I think all dogs are gay. I don't think dogs are gay. Why are dogs gay? Well, I guess that's is what is that called when you humanize an animal? Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorph. Look, he's smiling. Yeah. Yeah, he's throwing up. You know, I, there, that's yeah. <laughs> my poor dog's about to throw up. He looks, she looks very happy, but she's not, she's throwing up. She's about to throw up. So yeah, I guess he's worried. That's the story. Guy, guy's an asshole. He thinks that his dog is gay and I guess the, the gay dog is going to make him gay. I guess. I don't know. Where is you he? to read it? You mean to read the story? No. But where's the guy from? I got to read the story then. No. But you need no. What I just want to know where the guy's guy lives. Um, North Carolina. Delaware. A dog in North Carolina yeah. is looking for a new home after previous owners dumped him at the animal shelter because they th- feared he might be gay. Fezco. They named him Fezco. Dude, you know who Fezco who? is, right? He's the drug dealer in Euphoria. What? What are they? What are these people doing to these dogs? They're naming their dogs after drug dealers is described on a on a, on a not safe for work TV show. Is HBO. described as a four to five year old dog, unknown breed, recently dropped off at a protective center. Blah blah blah. The Fezco apparently humped another male dog, and the dog's owners assumed the canine was a gay nine. Have you ever heard of fucking? Oh, heard of that? Oh my god! I, this is that's pretty good. I've never heard of that before. I'm, I'm, that's pretty I'm not good. mad about it either. I'm that's like gonna, your gaydar's I, off with your. I just nine. don't even think that. I don't even think I'm not even smart enough to come up with. I would never have thought of a gay nine. I oh, God bless him though. He assumed the canine yeah. was a quote gay nine and didn't want him around, so they left him at the shelter. Now the shelter wants to find a find Fezco a new home and says he likes people and other animals. Although Scientific American notes that homosexual behavior has been observed in more than 1,500 animal species, the ASPCA says it's uncommon, it's common for dogs to mount and thrust against other animals. Uh, people, objects, including wadded-up blankets, dog beds, toys, it's a form, as a form of masturbation or as a response to stress. Fezco, uh, Huffington Poach reached out to the shelter to find out if Fezco has been adopted. No one immediately responded. I mean, my dogs hump each other. I always thought it was for uh, Alpha shit i thought it was alpha shit yeah 
That seems about right. I mean, dogs eat their own shit, so who cares? Dude, let, like... let's 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 talk about the on you know worrying about dogs' behavior. Dogs eat feces. It's like yeah. all the other problems are very minor. Yeah, how clean do you want your Does water your bowl? Dog eat, well, do your dog eat shit? My dog tries to eat cat shit. Oh. Find it finds it very interesting Dude, in the cat litter box. Cat shit is must be like truffles for these fucking dogs. Yeah. Because if there's a bag of cat shit around, they grab it and run. Yeah. They I mean I just this, this, this I mean it's what could it be? Salty? What could it be that like give them the I don't know, it's just a, such a strong smell. You know, dog I mean their nose are their noses are bad are just fucking insane. So it must be like such an intense smell that it's almost like I have to eat this. <sighs> God, disgusting. All right. Um, <laughs> Fucking dogs. Man in Germany gets 90 COVID shots to sell forged passes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Let's do I this saw one. that. That's kind, of, that's kind of amazing, and I didn't know how to react to that when I read it. Because at first I was like, that's kind of, that's really ballsy. But how did he do um, that? I can't even get my second booster shot because uh, I'm not 50. I'm gonna. Re- that is a. That's a good question. All right. A 60 year old man allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. I said nineteen dozen. Nineteen uh, ninety times. COVID nineteen dozens of times in Germany in order to sell forged vaccination cards with real vaccination vaccine batch numbers to people not wanting to get vaccinated themselves. The man from eastern German city of Magdeburg, whose name has not been released in line with German privacy rules, is said to have received up to 90 shots against COVID-19 at vaccination centers in the eastern state of Saxony for months until criminal police caught him this month, the German news agency DPA reported Sunday. The suspect, the suspect was not detained but is under investigation for unauthorized issuance of vaccine cards and document forgery, DPA uh, reported. He was caught in a, vaccina- a vaccination center in Eilenburg in Saxony. Uh, he showed up for a COVID-19 shot for a second day in a row. Police confiscated several blank vaccination cards from him and initiated criminal proceedings. Yeah. Dude. I don't know. I mean, what, what happens to you? Well, I mean, obviously, the, the he becomes a research patient at that point. Well, I mean, that's the story. I mean, wasn't it? Wasn't it too, who was the uh, Robert Rodriguez? He was able to finance his first movies by subjecting his body to science. Oh, yeah, to, to science. Didn't he yeah. do that? Didn't he like get like? T- yeah. So he's okay. I mean, I don't know. I the, ninety times it's like. Well, sleep studies and giving blood is one thing. Putting uh, something that sh- probably shouldn't be in your body multiple times in your body. I don't I know. Just, I think you're. I just don't know how he was able to like falsify his own records because i mean you'd have to go to different places you can't go to the same place right yeah yeah i mean that's fucking bananas maybe it's like because some people get bad reactions i mean hillary my wife after she had covid when she gets the booster we got to schedule days because her body is like on freak out zone there are a lot of people get bad reactions to it and it's just the way it is yeah. If you don't get bad reactions, you're like, give me some more of that. I mean, how much do you think you could sell it for? That's the real issue. Because maybe this was a lot yeah. of money. I mean, what do you what do you think someone would be willing to pay for a forged vaccine card? Like a real one? A thousand bucks. You think a thousand bucks? That's a lot. Yeah. In Germany? You think a thousand bucks? You think these you think these guys have They're rich in Germany. Do you you think that he's making you think he made ninety thousand? That's the real story. I want to know how much this dude was making. 
I mean, that'd be kind of bonus. You made ninety grand. I get ninety what shots. Would you? <laughs> would you? All right. I don't All right. know. That's a lot of science right. to put in All right. me. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna figure out our number. We're gonna number. I need. I don't want to get vaccinated. I want you to get vaccinated for me. I want you to give me the card. I'll give you two hundred dollars. Is that enough? No way. Four hundred dollars. I'm not. I don't know if I'm willing to do four hundred dollars. Like three hundred. I maybe. See, it's like he's then he's got to have like some sort of like he's got to have like a group of people ready to pay. I mean, ninety passes. Or he's or he's a fucking drug addict who's just like sixty needs sixty money. years old. I'm telling you, I bet he's got a. I bet he made a lot of more. I bet he made a lot of money. I bet he yeah. made a lot of money. I mean, he made a, probably you're probably right. He probably made a hundred thousand dollars just yeah. getting you know getting the passes and probably. I mean, he probably he probably was a little sloppy. He probably went to a few places that he shouldn't have gone, like back and forth. Yeah. He went to the same place twice. That's a problem. You just like yeah, whoops. But I mean, if he's obviously not having any adverse reactions to it, yeah. And how big is like what Saxony? <laughs> it's like this is. I don't know, man. This ain't Berlin. It's not like he's talking about like a small city in but the But I east. wonder how they do the passes because I think they put your name and shit on it and stuff like that. And then what's the point? I mean, like you can get, I mean, you can get the blank, you could just get the blank cards. You know, I just, I, it's a, it's a, it, yeah. I bet it's a fucking, I bet it's a, I bet it's a, I bet it's a great business selling real forged back yeah but why you know i'm not gonna do it what do you need it what do you need it for now i'm not doing it i mean some some no no what do you need a what do you need a vaccine card for now some places my my high school my high school is doing a a reunion and they want everyone to have vaccine cards i'm not gonna i mean i'm not gonna go high school reunion i'm not gonna go because i just don't want to go but i mean i could see like if you needed an emergency you need to go to a hospital yeah i could see like whoa that would be scary if you didn't have a vaccine card i went to but what's like a restaurant? Go to a, the one across the street. I went to see David Byrne. We saw David Byrne, who was amazing, and we they checked our vaccine cards. Yeah, but dude, you're talking about there's a small window of opportunity where the you're talking about people about things that aren't humanly necessary, right? Like we're talking about things that are art and food. Right? It's not like well, I'm. It's not like in order to drive your car, you have to put your vaccine card into some your fucking place, Some scanner. businesses wouldn't let you go without getting vaccinated. Walmart? <laughs> All you need is Walmart and a fucking, well, you know. I'm just saying that, I mean, if people don't want to get... I mean, I, here's the fun... And obviously, we don't give a shit. God, God bless this guy for... You know, you know well, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy for, for, for doing this whole thing. <laughs> this is so stupid. I find it fascinating. Yeah, the black market part of it is fascinating to me. But I mean, it's yeah. also the small small window where, like you said, nowadays. I mean, I went to a we went to Finn and Brew. They didn't fucking they didn't ask us for a vaccine card. Didn't give a shit. No one's wearing masks anymore. You can't. You know, yeah. these businesses are very these business opportunities. Where like we're going to go into the mask making business. I mean, you invest a, you know a hundred thousand dollars in the mask making business, and everyone's just sure. like, we don't need those fucking Hollywood you know gourmet masks anymore because we're done yeah. with all this. And then you're stuck with all this yeah. business. The, yeah, I honestly think the only business that still wears masks mandatorily is the fucking film business. Hillary wears a mask every day. Yeah, because they had to wear they have to wear masks. You're in a much you're in a much different situation there. We have to wear masks because of insurance claims. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they still doing testing at the on the scene on the sets? I was testing two days a week on the on this one in Pittsburgh, but this one in Boston, I'm testing four days a week. Like who gives a shit anymore? I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, 
I, I, it's just a bummer because I can't get a booster because I'm 48. I'm not 50. Right. Just give me a fucking booster. Like, really? You know what? Like, you- I'm going to be tested four days a week and you can't give me a fucking little shot I, in the arm? You know, assholes. I bet you you could get a booster. You just got to, you know, you got to be nice to somebody. You got to be nice. You know, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm going to go to the, you know, the film industry people and be like, I don't feel safe here. Give me a booster. Why not? Why don't you go find this fucking German guy? Get this fucking yeah, German shit. guy. Hey, no, because I want I want the liquid. I don't oh. give a fuck about the card. Did I tell you the time I got the I got uh what which booster? I got the first vaccine, and I was just like, you know, I tell you why I got the vaccine because my wife is exposed to fucking sick people all the time. She was almost on sure. death's door the fucking first wave, and who knows what the hell she's bringing home, you know? So I got right. it. The guy who gave it to me, we, we got, it was, I got it early. She was concerned because, you know, obviously medical people were getting it first and she was just trying to like, you know, not greasing palms, but we know people and the whatever, blah, blah, blah. So right. I go to this place and I guess I'm sitting there, I'm ready to go get the t- shot. Now, and the, now that you, you know, as you and I both have tattoos, you know that when you get shots, the nurses are a little bit. They're a little bit obnoxious with tattoo guys because yeah. they think we're going to pass out. So the guy who's giving my tattoo, giving my shot, was like, "Are you ready?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." And I'm talking to the woman, and I could tell he was really nervous. It was the first time he ever given a shot before. The first yeah. time, and he's like, "Where do you want to put it?" I'm like, "I don't know. Put it in my fucking arm. I don't. Know. I, I, you can't get yeah. too." And I was just like, I could tell he was fucking terrified and i'm just like i don't know if i really yeah. want this vaccine i don't want to get it this guy's never given a shot before what if he breaks a needle off in my arm and then finally gets done and i was, he, I was like are you feeling better and he goes yeah is that the first time you give a shot he goes yeah i said congratulations he was more <laughs> nervous than i was He'd never yeah. given a shot before <laughs> you know yeah but i mean you know, look well you gotta start somewhere give the fucking guy with the night i think the i think the guy with the with the 90 shots he's better off like Going to like a medical school and say and saying, you know, I'm ready to be your pincushion. Pay me that. You know, yeah. pay me. You shoot me up and whatever you want. He loves it. Give him a shot. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they would pay him ninety grand, but he must have gotten ninety grand for ninety. <laughs> yeah, had to. You, I must think be. you're right. Thousand bucks a shot. Oh God, what a yeah. savage. Uh, Delta pilot lands safely after the cockpit windshield cracks. Oh yeah, what was it about, dude? That? This is a crazy. I don't. I, I, let's not talk about scary flight things. I always that always freaks me the fuck out. Oh come on, man! It's not going to happen again. Wait, no. Let's. You know what? Here's another one. I'm going to talk oh, about another one. Be, okay, go ahead. No, it's not about blood and guts. Did you see the fucking? Did you watch the video of the cop pulling over the driverless Uber no. or the driverless Waymo no, what car? Happened? There's a video of this cop pulled over a. Like a Waymo, you know, the delivery cars that have dri- no drivers. What's, what are those? D- driverless fucking delivery are they cars. Here in New York, are they? Yeah, because it's insane here. Oh. They're in like small town like Colorado okay. or in like a, they're like testing areas, okay. you know, maybe in northern, you know, California in a small town. They're testing all these cars. But a cop pulled one over. And there's a video of the cop walking up to the car and throwing his hands up being like, Great. Okay. Well, what do I do? And he's like trying to get information. And the car just fucking drives away. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's obviously what's going to have to happen is, and I'm convinced that like contractors are going to start to build these like landing platforms. We're going to have our own drones to get yeah. our own shit. 
So then we don't have to deal. So we're, our drone is going to land on our own little, it's going to be like, I, in my mind, I imagine this little yeah. rectangle that you hang off your fire escape. And you're dr- yeah, and you got to keep the, the you got to keep the you know the area clear. You can't put your flags up around it, kind of thing. Right, and the, right. Yeah. It, and it's a whole thing. And then they're going to be going up and getting your tacos and coming back. And it's going to be your own little personal drone to get you where I I I am looking forward to driverless. Cars. No, I'm totally down for it. I want to see that little fucker land and drop off some toothpaste. Ah, dude, that, that's you know that's what's going to have to be because at some yeah. point the the initial. You know, robot dogs and the cars and the the, the, the av- Amazon's what you call it. You you're gonna be like, you know what? I want my own guy. I want my own guy. Dude, did you see Shanghai? You know, Shanghai is what it's second, third week of full lockdown. <laughs> you know, it's patrolling the streets. In robot Shanghai. dogs, right? Robot fucking dogs. I like those robot dogs. I would. God, they're fucking they scary. Great. Did you watch the Black Mirror with the robot? No, dog? I didn't watch the. All right, so Dude. I so those are the two I gotta watch: the robot dog and I gotta watch. Uh, that might be the second okay, season. The I'll robot watch the dog robot one. dog. It's really I don't scary. I find those dogs to be that scary. I only find them scary because I, you know what the funny thing is? Is I always think about. Do you remember there's a movie with Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons? Dude, oh, yeah. And it was Gene Simmons was the enemy. Was there a cyborg thing no, or something like that? It was that like involved? Gene Simmons was the villain, and he had he had this <laughs> army of robot spiders, mm. and they and and. And Tom Selleck, we got to find this fucking movie. Tom Selleck, uh, Tom's has he ever shaved his mustache? No. Uh maybe. Tom Gom, it's like I fucking wrote Gom Selleck. Tom Selleck, Gene, Gene Simmons, Tom Selleck, Gene Simmons movie. It is Runaway. Dude, oh, wow. Runaway might be Runaway might be Tom Selleck. Jagger? In no, that? it wasn't. Ron, that might be. I think when I was a kid, that might have been my favorite movie because Gene Simmons had an army of he had an army of uh, robot spiders, and um, they would like swarm people, and then they would have like yeah. needles, and they would like sl- they were like real robots and stuff like that. And I and I always thought, well, that's what's going to happen. And now it seems like that's that was ahead of its time. That is ahead of its. But time. I love the robot dogs. I would have a robot. To be honest with you, personally. God bless Bessie and Sunday, but if they croak and I could get a robot dog, I'm down for that. Yeah. I would I would Game love on. to walk a robot dog. I'd love to have a robot dog. Are you dog. kidding me? I would <laughs> love to have a robot dog. I'm gonna change the Go subject because it's gonna be it's going back to the the cop pulling the car over. Your face is touching the your beard is touching the mic. Uh, it's my scarf. Oh, scarf. You look good though. If I think police shouldn't be traffic controllers. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think the majority of young black dudes getting shot are because they're pulled over for a fucking headlight. Why the fuck are cops doing it? That doesn't make any sense. How did that originally well, who, happen? So who should, be, who should be doing traffic violations? Skynet? Honestly, honestly, somebody with a little more fucking empathy. Well, I mean, well, that's the. St- I mean, people that's who the, st- the big story is that there's these, you know. Yeah, but cop. Why do you think cops join the force? Well, we're not gonna. I mean, I have some police officer friends that join the force because they want to do. That's fine. Some nice that's a things. good question. It's a good question that a lot of people want to know too. You know, I mean, it's they're like mi- they're m- all the reasons. all the cops I knew growing up were just fucking John Wayne's. And I also knew a couple cops who were very fucking cool that I used to 
work with at the spike shop. But there was like, I don't know, the, all these, I just find that I think, and I think if you ask police, I think, I don't think they're excited about doing like random traffic stops. I don't think they're excited. I because it's stressful so. as fuck to them. I think you're exactly right. I think it's very stressful. It has to be. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think the, like, okay, domestic abuse, go to the house, figure out what the fuck's going on. That sounds like a cop thing. I don't know. Pulling somebody over for a fucking headlight that's out. I don't think that's a cop thing. Okay. What is it? I think that would be some kind of like team of fucking like highway something or other safety. It's like, that's the thing is they're missing the whole safe issue. If you strap a gun to your fucking leg, I don't know. There's something about it that you're just like, you're just inviting. That's why people who have guns in their house are more likely to get shot by their own guns. I don't know know anything about that. I, I just I just had to I just had to drag it I'm, into some kind of it's heaviness, fine but. I I you know what I think that I think that there are a lot of police police have to deal with a lot of issues that they shouldn't have to deal with like right. people who might be unstable you can't treat yeah and that's that's treat, like a social worker a social thing. Worker, that's not like that's a social worker yeah. I think New York City's doing that where they're starting to use more social workers in these situations because I mean you can't. The problem, the biggest problem in the world is, is we, we create these black and white issues when we're living clearly in a gray yeah. area. Everything's a gray area. Yeah. And we, and there isn't right. a right and a wrong. And there isn't, there are these moments where you kind of go between right and wrong and we have to figure out ways in which to deal with them. And it isn't, nothing is absolute. So we are having these terrible problems. And I agree with you. You know, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised that cars are allowed to be, you know, hit the, they don't get shut off at 75 to 75 miles an hour. I always figured, I mean, yeah. I love driving. I would, I cannot wait for driverless cars. I will be first in line to not have to have to drive again. I don't give a shit about driving. I like to be a passenger. I'm up. Faders are the best passengers. My sisters and I put our feet up, get comfortable, go to sleep. I love it. At some point, you're absolutely right. I mean, we're already using the easy passes, so they know where the hell we're going. Why do, why do the police have to deal with these things? I mean, obviously, the real issue is, is money. I mean, they're making money. I mean, this, 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 this. here's the thing what's happening in Peekskill. Yeah, here's true, the thing true. what's happening in Peekskill. We're, after the pandemic, there's a lot of things that happened in Peekskill in New York, and they started to give a sidewalk or parking spaces to restaurants so right. they could make outdoor seating so they could be COVID compliant, but also help the restaurant business out. Right. So they right. have like, I think that there's probably like four or five restaurants in Peekskill that made outdoor seating. The city provided, you know, blockades <laughs> and stuff like that. And the amount of uh, parking spaces has been, it can't, it's not over 10 parking spaces. It's not over 10. It's not yeah. over 10. It's just not over 10. The city is now trying to take away these what they're calling parklets, and the this the the people did a uh, a uh, a fucking um, what is it a petition seven hundred fifty people position that they want to keep the outdoor dining because they feel more comfortable, but also because a lot of it's because they're trying to help the restaurant industry. The restaurant industry is like getting its balls kicked in for the past two years. Right and now, you can't even if you own a restaurant, you can't even get people to work there. 
Every single right. restaurant friend of mine in Peekskill that you know and I know, they cannot get cooks and they can't get servers and they can't get. And now the city is being like, okay, it's springtime. Let's take away the parklets. So they did this petition. They did this petition. 750 people, which is a lot of people. That's more than the people who would vote for the mayor in this fucking town. And, and the city still said, no, we're still taking them away. It's all money. It's all there. For some reason, they're all trying to get money. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, because they don't make money off the. There's no. Uh, there's no. The restaurant doesn't pay there. Well, they get the. But fucking... they get revenue. They get the, the. If the city gets revenue and there's more people coming, oh, does it? The, the city will get the, the. If the restaurant has more revenue and you're building more people coming into the city, then that's ultimately good for the city for three or four. No, I mean, I'm talking about. But cities don't give a fuck about that. They want short term, well, and short term is 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 like putting coins in a fucking. They meter. said, "Well, it's not." Th- I mean, it's just it's so. I mean, we're talking about five parking spots. You know, it's just it's just. I tell you what, I want to spiral again. <laughs> let's let's change the subject here. Get ready for another question. All right, so you don't want to do Delta. Yeah. Li- All right, here's the uplifting story. Right, man gets dumbbell stuck up stuck up his butt. That's a good one. Let's talk about that one. This one, this one comes from. F- Depends on the size. We're talk about it. Unnamed Brazilian man got a two kilogram dumbbell stuck in his bottom, which doc. What's two kilos? Well, Five I mean, pounder? if you- <laughs> I mean, if you imagine, imagine the smallest dumbbell you can imagine. Let's say a two pound dumbbell. A two pound dumbbell would be <laughs> would be. While I read the story, you find a conversion. Uh, well, oh, I, yeah. I can do that. Well, let me read the story. You find the conversion. <coughs> An unnamed 54-year-old Brazilian male visited a hospital in the city of, God damn it, Mayanus. You can't... Bullshit. It's M-A-N... Oh, no. Manus. I thought my dyslexia kicked in. Mayanus. <laughs> I thought it was Mayanus. It was... Ma- Mayanus, uh, Brazil. Ma- well, it's M-A-N-A-U-S. <laughs> Fucking, I thought that was another Chico Rodriguez. Yeah, it's a four and a half pound weight. Dude. It's pretty small, but That's still, not that man. small. The... All right, so complaining, okay, he was complaining that he was unable to defecate, felt nauseous, and was experiencing stomach pain, a report from International. Oh, my God, he put the whole thing up there. Doctors requested, well, they need an x-ray, so he put the whole fucker up there. Doctors requested an x-ray Jesus. on his abdomen after struggling to, f- they couldn't find, here's how far up it went. He couldn't, they could. They didn't even Holy have, shit. they had no idea. Uh, well, they couldn't figure out what was causing the pain. The man was hesitant to reveal the source of his discomfort. The x-ray spotted the metallic dumbbell in the man's rectum, but medics were unable to remove it surgically. So with the lack of other options, they decided to perform a manual extraction. Dude, a four-pound weight sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker is so big. God Nico, damn. Behold, hold up the picture of a four-pound fucking octagon. Wait, I'm going to get this is the picture for the podcast. It this looks, is the picture. For, it looks. This is the picture for the looks, podcast. It looks so painful. Oh, my God. That's the picture for the podcast oh. right there. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> the fucking Fuck. sucks. I, dude, I got the hook. The fucking hook sucks. The finger sucks. Getting the fucking prostate exam, that sucks. A four pounder, yeah. I'm dying. I'm only literally gonna fucking die. Yeah, but it's not even just like one end of a four pound. It's the whole fucking bar. And you're 
Like, what is that top bar pushing against when it goes all the I'm way up? I'm telling you, man. Duh. Like your spine? So let's find out what a... Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm coming up your fucking back. Oh, oh, uh, manual extraction. <laughs> the man was released from the hospital after three days and went on to make a recovery. The report claims... Wait, did he say his lower back was hurting? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, everything was hurting. I mean, he was he was nauseous. He was constipated. Could He says he couldn't poop. I'm, obviously, you got a four-pound dumbbell yeah, no up your shit. ass. You have the biggest stopper biggest of all plug. time. I mean, yeah, nothing coming right. out of there. You got the Great Wall of China yeah. up your ass. Nothing is yeah. getting through. The fucking Mongols aren't getting through. The man was yeah. released. Uh, the report claims that the item was being placed up at the rectum is quite prevalent among men. It said a huge variety of rectal objects have been described with greater predominance of those of a sexual nature, followed by a glass object, which should be handled with greater care to the fragility Ooh, of the eye. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, God damn. I don't know. The butt stuff, I don't get it. I mean, it's funny, but I don't get it. The butt, the butt stuff. Is the best. I mean, for, for reading, it's the best. For, <laughs> hey, how come, you don't, how come you don't make one of these? Uh, Spyderco? Well, no, just like a, a like a uh, like a rear lock, like a lock liner locks. I I'm working on. I I want to do a folding. Uh, uh, he's got a. He's holding up a classic spider co. I want to at some point, but the problem is, is they're so fiddly. You have to. Everything has to be machined, and it's like in oh, right. the holes. The the hardest part is the holes have to be on the money, on the money, on the money. Right, so it's right. like it's almost it's not. I mean, I'd like to make them. Trust me, I like a pocket knife more than anything. But like, it's it's very very technical, and it goes against kind of like my like core principles. Like, I don't. I want to be able to work on it without my fat fingers fucking it all up. It would be kind of cool to make one and then just have like one side open, so you could see where the lever goes. You know, where the yeah, inside the lever. I think they probably make something like that. I like that spider. You know what spider? That thing about that spider coat you have is you have the. Uh, it's all serrated. I think those little serrations are the fucking best. I'm gonna get one of those wheels because I want. I like those little serrations. I think that a serrated. Yeah, this fucker's still sharp, and I bought it in Hawaii in like 1994. A serrated, a serrated pocket knife is the move. But I mean, that's just me. Uh, feds say a man smuggled 1,700 reptiles from Mexico and Hong Kong. You want to know about smuggling news? We always like old smuggling news. I got some other smuggling news, too. Yeah, the, I saw that, but I didn't. It seems like a lot. I mean, about how big were they? Like, what was well, the. Bef, don't go into too much detail. 1,700 just reptiles. Give, give me a gist. Uh, Julio Rodriguez taken to custody, uh, concealed in the man's jacket, pants, pocket, and groin area. Perez, what? yeah, he had fucking all of them. Oh, he no bags wait, of he, like they found sixty lizards and snakes tied up in small bags, which were concealed in the man's jacket, pants, pocket, and groin area. So he just had like uh, a what fucking. Put near his groin? I mean, he just filled his body up with bags of snakes. Um, <laughs> be, uh, beginning January, uh, yeah. But I got a better. I got a better smuggling story. I got a better smuggling story. This one, I like this one. Uh, a man tries to smuggle cocaine under his wig. I like this one. We're going to read this one because I like Oh, that's pretty good. This, wait till you find out how much he did. The, number one, mm. I got to show you the picture of this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at that fucking wig. Wow. That's like, a, I mean, it's... That's like carrot top. I mean, it's like a... Look at that wig. That wig is fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, half a kilogram of cocaine was found under a man's wig when he stopped uh, at a Barcelona International Airport. The hair-raising discovery was made in late June after a Colombian man arrived in Spain on a flight from Bogota. Spanish police said 
He attracted their attention because he looked nervous and had a disproportionately large hairpiece under his hat. So he's wearing a fucking, I mean, his hat, he's wearing a hairpiece with fucking two pounds. What's, what do we say? Four pounds, four kilograms, two kilograms, two pounds. Is that right? Yeah. So you got two pounds yeah. of cocaine under his hat, under his wig with yeah. a hat on top. Let's, let's make the decision that the hat was the mistake. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? Or, or. Or yeah. you go Rasta hair, and then you have the fucking, you know, that, that what is that hat that they wear when they when they have the Rasta hair? Oh, yeah, those beanies, like that. the stretch beanies. See, that makes yeah. more sense. What this guy probably had, like, he had the two pounds of cocaine on his toupee. He had a toupee on and top, then, like, and then, like, a, a probably baseball cap. That like a cowboy hat or a baseball hat, yeah. fit. A 10-gallon hat. A 10-gallon hat. Just resting on the top of his head. Or, like, one of those, like, mini ones. That would have been good. Yeah. One of those tiny And his eyes are all darting left and right, you know? I don't think they'll notice. I don't think they'll notice. Yeah. I'm from. I didn't come from Bogota. I came from Colorado. I'm from Bogota. Yeah. I'm coming to. I'm going to come from Bogota, and I'm going to yeah. smuggle two pounds of coke, like the drug capital of the world. And they're yeah, we're going to notice. Yeah, and you. They'll never. It's know. almost like it's. Like, well, let's read the story. And they go in because this might be my favorite. <laughs> Uh, the hair. Okay, uh, the police said that the um, he attracted. Okay, uh, officers said they found a package struck stuck on his head containing thirty thousand euros of cocaine. Holy there is shit. no limit to the amount of inventiveness of drug traffickers trying to mock controls. Says a police statement. They provided a picture of the middle-aged man seemingly wearing the toupee with his eyes blocked out. They gave no more details about his identity or whether they had been charged with the crime. <laughs> Over 100,000 uh, kilograms of cocaine were seized by Spanish police at Barcelona El Prat Airport in 2018. This, I, I feel, I feel bad for drug mules. I'm going to keep this for the, for the show. I feel bad for drug mules, obviously. Most likely, this dude, who knows, who knows. Yeah, like his family's held at gunpoint. Or whatever. I mean, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck knows? But it's just like, if you want to get it across... How are you going to smuggle two pounds of cocaine into an airport? How are you going to do it? Because butthole. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean that makes a lot more sense than fucking under your yeah. hat, under your under your fake hair. Number one, yeah. I don't. Toupees are the dumbest things of all time. They look yeah. stupid. Not one of them looks good. Because if you can see under the back, <laughs> yeah. if you can see under the back, yeah, yeah. they look terrible. Yeah, the wind blows and it goes up. Yeah, I. I, I am. Your I am a hundred percent for just be bald. Just, just allow things to happen. Yeah. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry. Obviously, this is yeah. not what you intended, but that's the way it is. But if you're going to smuggle two pounds of cocaine, I don't think I'd put it under a toupee because the toupees already yeah. look like shit. Unless yeah. it's a really good toupee. You gotta you gotta spend a lot of money on a good toupee to get that. Yeah, that wasn't. That looked like that looked like Travis Bickle meets like. Fucking carrot if, top, you know, it wasn't. You used to have an incredible afro. An incredible afro. Incredible. Yeah. Huge. If you just kind of cut away on the inside, I bet, I bet your wife, who's, an inc- who's incredibly talented, by the way, I'll bet she could cut out a little area, put the yeah, two, a little, pocket. a little pocket on the top, put the two, put the cocaine in there. It's not going anywhere. And then glue. Yeah. That's what you do. You go afro, then you cut out the divot. You then you glue yeah. the divot to the top of the cocaine, and then you stuff it on top, and then you put it back, and then you give it a trim, and then you bingo, bango, bongo. I think you and the afro are getting through the getting through with the cocaine. No, nope. still butthole. You think butthole beats beats afro? 
<clears throat> dude, wh- how, who stands out more than anything else? A dude with like a two foot afro or just a guy who's walking a little strange? It's a good, it's a good point. Is yeah. that, so butthole is really the only true way. How do they, the only way how to do go. they catch people with the buttholes? Dude, you've never fucking smuggled cocaine across borders? <laughs> I don't never, sm- what have I smuggled? I sm- <laughs> it's always the juiced up condom with fucking filled with blow. Up but how do they catch these Come people? Come on, how Jeff. Catch these pe- this is 101. How do they catch mule. these people? Uh, body scans? I don't know. I don't. Know. I think the nervous. I think the nervousness is what they they and where they're coming. They from. find and dogs. Oh yeah, dogs. Because dogs will smell that sh- smell that What's shit. The, what is a mile away? What do you think the, gr- the 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 safest way to smuggle drugs into a country would probably be? I'm not giving anyone any suggestions. I'm just out of curiosity. What's the safe? Because obviously they they the Colombians like. They use submarines to get into Florida. The safest way. Oh, what's the best way to smuggle? You mean like on your person? Whatever. Or just like in general. In general. What's the best way to smuggle? We talked you- unmanned unmanned submarines. They catch those guys. The Coast Guard catches no, those guys. Not anymore. Not the 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 technology they have right now is fucking nuts for unmanned submarines. I would think. And I think I think honestly I think any smuggling of anything is all fucking luck. It's literally like, you know, the guy on the boat in the Coast Guard just happened to look the other way as the fucking submarine went below them. Or the fucking TSA agent didn't think anything strange about this person. You know, I think a lot of it's just fucking luck. I mean, there are definitely, like, you know, people with experience who've done it before who knew how the fuck to do it. And they probably get caught less. But honestly, I think getting busted or all that stuff is just is just unlucky or lucky. I have a friend who... Because there's, there's just so many... There's so much traffic that's normal going to these places that at the percentage has got to be... like It's not like every five person has a fucking you know, two pounds of blow in their hair. Have you, you know? ever smuggled anything? <laughs> yeah. Probably a... Probably olive oil out of Turkey. How'd you smuggle it? <laughs> you can't have liquids. Well, this is pre You know, I, it was... Yeah, but it was luck of the... Oh, they didn't... They just it was just like... It. No, I just wrapped it up and sealed it with plastic. And I was like, look, if they fucking scan me and they say, throw it out, I'd have to throw it out. The best... But I was conscious of the fact that they wouldn't allow... Oh, you did it on... It wasn't, it wasn't liquid. It was the fact that the country wouldn't allow this product to leave without being taxed right. by their own people. I'm trying to think about, um, I, I'm trying to think if I ever smoked, well, one, t- that time I brought those knives up to you in Montreal, Hillary was at, we were at the border and it was, she's like, are they going to give us problems with these knives? I'm like, just be cool. Be cool. I'm my kids in the back. And I was like, be cool, hey, baby. Be cool, baby. We're going to be fine. Yeah. The best smuggling yeah. story I know is my good friend. I'm not going to name names, but if you know, you know, was in, a South Asian country where there were maybe like tourist areas with like tombs and Is it the headhunter one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he had maybe somehow ended up with a human baby skull that happened to huh. and he wanted to bring it back to to the United States, yeah. obviously, because that's what you do, maniac. Yeah. So he wrapped it in he wrapped it in newspaper. And then wrapped the newspaper in Bondo. You know what Bondo is, right? 
automotive yeah, body yeah, parts. Like he made yeah. a basically like a Brock. Yeah, that probably looked like a bomb. Probably, well, he <laughs> shipped over a ton of stuff, including my Boar's Tooth yeah. necklace, including right. a few other things. And I remember we had to, I helped him go to customs to pick up his, I mean, it was a crate of stuff. And yeah. I remember there was nervousness. I said, dude, what are you so nervous about? He's like, oh, nothing. And I was like, what are you nervous about? <laughs> and I'm like, am I, why am I here with you? Is something going to happen? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just be, just be cool, Fades. Just be cool, Fades. And he called me Fades. What's in the be, box? Like, yeah. Be cool, Fades. Just, everything's going to be cool, Fades. And I'm just like, what is going on here? We, we get out. He's like, ah, Fades, Fades. You don't even know. You don't even know. I'm like, what's We made it. I said, I said, what, what was it? What was it? And he's just like, well, there might have been a human baby skull that I brought back from this country. I'm like human baby skull. But that was the <laughs> only thing I've ever. I think the future. I think the future of smuggling is drones. I think people are going to be able to go over non. They're going to be able to go over to non areas where a border is, and they're going to just yeah. like fucking hop over, hop over back and forth with these drones. And I think it's that's the yeah, like way. small, small, small drones, drones. Not these like no, yeah. not like the ones that like kill people. I'm talking about like these little drones that it's going to be the same thing as these Amazon things, and they're yeah, going to be yeah. able to just like no one's going to know, no one's going to see, and yeah. they're going to be able to bring over drugs and all sorts of great stuff, <laughs> all sorts of great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, man. Uh, <coughs> All right, I got one room for one well, more. I'm gonna I'm gonna read off some, and then you decide which ones you want. There's Japanese okay. spa offers chocolate bath as a Valentine Day treat. Was there murder no, involved? It was. They're soaking. No. They're soaking in chocolate. No, uh, I don't zapping think about the penis that. could stop premature ejaculation. Not mad about that. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. All right, that. so let me read a couple more. The- no, no, keep going, keep going. Alligator breeding season arrives. Four safety tips from alligator park experts. There's one. That's actually pretty frozen, good. Frozen excrement drop, drop from a plane and crashes through a roof of a house. Did it kill anybody? You're going to have to make a decision on what you No, want. I think, that I, you know, I think going with alligator tips, <laughs> I think is pretty great. It's, it's going to be some, compared to the, let me just read off a couple more and you make a decision. Okay. People would prefer to have a threesome with a robot over a human. Hmm. Gangsters accused of stealing a bridge in India. Florida uh-huh. drug user calls 911 to complain about fake meth that he bought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aust- the Austrian the Austrian village of fucking tweaks its name to fugging. Mm, it's too bad it didn't go the other way. <laughs> no, they they're the, the the long and the short of it is they're tired of people making jokes about their name of the village being fucking. Like people stealing yeah, stop signs. Been. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh three men said it's to eighteen million dollars uh, of uh an eighteen in an eighteen million dollar Quebec maple syrup heist. Wow. There's that. Oh, I heard about that. Do you want, thing. So th- those are the ones. You got one to pick. <clears throat> yeah, I like the maple oh, one. I like think the I think penis, the huh? I like zapping the penis too, but can we you think we could do quick we could do round we could do fast. We could do zapping the penis. Okay, do do a lightning round. Lightning of round penis. zapping penis. Okay, zapping penis first. Zapping yeah. penis could stop premature ejaculation. A man went under underwent Who has that? Who the fuck has premature ejaculation? 15-year-olds. I don't know. A man who underwent therapy was, was able to last seven times longer in bed after ejaculating, after only ejaculating within 40 seconds prior to the treatment. The Lebanese man had electrodes stuck into his penis for 30 minutes at a time three times a week. Three times a fucking week. Got a zap in his penis. Stuck in his, in his dick. dick. 
Six months after Ooh. finishing his treatment, so for three weeks, for six months, he's getting his dick zapped. Six months after finishing the treatment, he was able to pleasure his girlfriend in the bedroom for almost five minutes before he climaxed. Five minutes! He gained five. Six months of torture for five minutes. Oh, my God. Doctors in Beirut have called the study called for studies to determine if the device can be rolled out as a safe, drug-free treatment for patients suffering from premature ejaculation. Whenever the man underwent the zapping therapy, he had two electrodes placed on the surface of his penis. One was placed at the bottom of the organ, oh. and the other was placed two centimeters higher up. Over the course... Oh, that's not bad. I thought it was like they went down his pee hole. I mean, that's not really where the... I mean, that really doesn't... That's just the... I don't know. It's science, man. delivery system. Over the course of six months, his penis was exposed to a continuous current of 30-minute sessions each week. Here's the funny part. He had to do 30 fucking sec... 30-minute sessions a couple times a week. And all he gained was five minutes of holding his fucking... Holding it out. It's not... The juice isn't worth the squeeze in the situation. (laughs) Doctors did, uh, did not say whether the treatment was painful... But the analysis of similar devices said they can be used without discomfort. So that's that's that. And then uh, you want to go into maple syrup? Yeah, that sounds like a big uh, one. I mean, for Canadians, Canadians is a big deal. <laughs> Three men sentenced eighteen million eighteen uh, sentenced for eighteen million dollars Quebec maple syrup heist. When did this happen? Oh, well, this happened in nineteen in, tw- in twenty seventeen, so it wasn't new. Uh, three men convicted in connection with the theft of eighteen million dollars worth of maple syrup in Quebec. Eighteen million dollars or Canadian dollars? I would think I it'd don't be think Canadian, it matters, right? Really? I mean, that's a sh- I think one million dollars a lot for fucking maple syrup. Superior uh, uh, were found uh, be- uh, were sentenced on Friday to between two and eight years. The Superior Court Justice Raymond. Uh, Pronovost sentenced Richard something something to eight years imprisonment. He confiscated six hundred thousand dollars from him and fined him another nine point four million dollars. Uh, uh, Valerius, who was connect, uh, convicted of theft, fraud, and receiving stolen goods, will have to pay back the money over a ten year period. Um, the men convicted uh, in the maple syrup heist should save uh, stiff penalties. Yeah, but what happened? That's what I'm I'm I want to know. Like, what trucks were used? And like, was it one place or was it multiple places? Fucking ad went up. Jurors found that the case made international headlines after sweet stuff was reported missing following a routine inventory check at a warehouse in St. Louis de Blanford, Quebec. An investigation was launched after a barrel of after the barrels of syrup were found to have been drained and replaced with water. Officers from the RCMP, the Canadian Border Service Agency, and U.S. Immigration and Customs helped Quebec in the investigation. So these dudes drained the, drained the barrels and replaced them with water yeah. like no one's going to fucking know. You, yeah, it's like what we used to do with vodka, right. I mean, that's a fucking dumb one. I, 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 I don't know how... That's a lot. God, that seems like a lot of money. Dude, the ma- you made maple syrup before. It's like the, ju- I mean, talk about the juice not being worth yeah. the squeeze. I mean, it's like, it's fine. Yeah. It tastes, yeah, it's it hard, tastes but... fine. Yeah. Uh, last story and we'll leave you. I want the fucking one. Okay. So, Austrian village of fucking tweaks its name to fucking. The Austrian village of fucking well, F-U-C. Why, why didn't they, they should, they should have renamed it ducking, which is what my phone tells me every time I type in I'm fucking. I'm telling you, the Austrian village spelled F-U-C-K-I-N-G <coughs> is changing its name. The mayor of the municipality Whereas located said on Thursday after residents apparently grew tired of the sniggers 
it prompted. I don't know why they said that Jeez, word. Uh, that's I mean, an awful it should word. have been Snickers, but they should have changed whatever. their they name to figure Snickers. Something else, something else out. I mean, Jesus Christ, Calgary son. Germans. Uh, it prompted in the English-speaking world and visitors of stealing signs. The village, part of the municipality of something something in Salzburg near the German border. I had long been a figure of fun in the English-speaking media, which have gleefully reported locals' exasperation at the signs being removed. So people are stealing all their... So here's the best part. In 2018, a pornographic website, Pornhub, said it was offering a free premium access to residents of the town of fucking, and the town's name such as Tits, Germany, or Big, or no, Big Beaver, Pennsylvania. I'm convinced <laughs> Pornhub's going in on him. On a, hey, you live in Tits, Germany. You get free access. You too, Big Beaver. <laughs> Be Big Beaver. We're with you. I'm convinced that this is a uh, that this is in fact been decided by a local council. I will not say anything more about it. They are hat. They've had it, so they changed it to fugging. F u g g i n g. The official statement said adding the initiatives has brought the uh, uh, it's been brought by the residents. They've had it with fucking. So there you go. But can I tell you the history Please. of fucking? Please. <laughs> Fucking's actually in Austria. It's not in Germany. Oh, did I say Austria? It's four kilometers from the German okay. border. But Germany likes to adopt that story. <clears throat> but the village has 100 people and was named, it was, it was so named as belonging to a local nobleman, Fucko, <laughs> in the 11th century. F-O-C-K-O. Fucko. Hey, hey, Fucko. Is this your town? It's fucking. Hey, uh, yeah. What are we, Italian all of a sudden? Hey, Fucko. Hey. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'll watch it. Yeah. This is Fucko. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking. I like the fact that they that this company went after Tits Germany and said, hey, listen, we give you, you, you get free. You're getting the free porno. Hey. Hey, Tits. <laughs> I mean, look where porn came from. Came from fucking Did Germany. It come from Germany? Fuck, dude. Every everything that we know about porn is straight up German. There you go. They they named it all. They they invented it. Nico Tavernisi. Google that. Downward shit. spiral rides again. <laughs> Downward spiral rides again. This is always fun. It was always the best. Always I appreciate good. you making the effort to come over here as always. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is my favorite thing to do is to spiral with you, and we'll do it in person next time, hopefully. And I, I, I'll leave yeah, you alone, but definitely. I had to have you for the 200th episode of the <clears throat> Full Blast podcast. 100th episode. 100th episode. 100th episode. 100th episode. Yeah. So, guys, I want to thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And just to let you know, 100 episodes every week for the past two years coming up on episode 104 is going to be the two-year anniversary. You're going to have special guests to commemorate the two-year anniversary and just let you know, all you other podcasts out there who have taken weeks off or you're playing around or you don't want to do it, da, 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 you're flea bags. okay? Love you. Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm just kidding, obviously. Nico Tavernese, go follow Nico on Instagram. Nico Tavernese, you can see some iconic <clears throat> shit. And whatever he's doing, you want to make sure he's doing it. And uh, follow us on the podcast, um, the Full Blast Podcast on Instagram, and we will see you next week. Bye, Nico. Hell yeah. Bye. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network.